Just think for a moment. How many decisions do you think you make each day? Whether it's a small decision to have a cup of coffee or a big decision, what career to have, who to marry. And the quality of our lives is a reflection on the quality of our decisions to some degree. There's some things, of course, outside our control, but the controllable factor. And that's why people in the same situation at the same time, they have different qualities of life purely based on the quality of their decisions. Have you ever made a bad decision in your life? I'm sure you have, as we all have. I can remember when I was in officer training at Sandhurst. I did two terms there. At the end of the first term, you have an exercise and it was a pretty tough exercise. It was in the Welsh mountains over Christmas, just in the winter, and five days in the rain and the cold, where because I got injured, we were unable to dig a deep enough trench. And so my buddy and I spent four nights basically sleeping one on top of the other in a couple of inches of water. And when one got compressed, we'd swap around. It was a pretty uncomfortable exercise. The end of the second term, the final exercise was much, much better. It was on Salisbury Plains in the summer. The sky was clear. It was thick grass, quite windy, but beautifully refreshing. And at the even better, at the end of the exercise, we ended some hours early, unheard of at Sanders, in my experience at least. And so now it was time to clear up, fill in the trenches, get the field defenses in, etc. And so I walked down to start clearing some field defenses and there were a couple of trip flares there. These are devices used to protect positions at night. There's a trip flare, if an enemy trips it, then you get a whole load of burning phosphorus which lights the area up. So I went down, there were a couple there, and you can take them in safely by putting the pin back in, but it's a bit tricky and you might accidentally pop the trip flare and you have to roll away as burning phosphorus shoots up. So I just set them off, both of them off, and then went and picked up the field fortifications, a whole load of stuff, and started walking back towards my colleagues at the trench area. And suddenly I noticed they're all shouting and running towards me. I couldn't hear them because of the wind, couldn't hear what they were saying, but I turned around and saw a huge wall of flame as I'd set off a large grass fire. And we spent fever showers just trying to put it out. Didn't make me the most popular person in the unit, uh, but they, my colleagues took it surprisingly well, partly because a number of them got good insurance claims out of the process and much of their equipment was burnt. At the time, it seemed like a good decision to trip the trip flares. Time showed that it wasn't. Let's say 30% of our decisions are poor. If we can improve them by 15%, we fundamentally improve our lives. And that's not by working on the decision itself. It's by improving the process we come to to come up with a decision, which is recognizing which intelligences to apply when in a decision-making process. And this happens for real and it can have tragic consequences when people don't do it right. Sally Clark had two sons in the 1990s, and tragically, they both died from cot death. Now, in the UK at that time, there was a one in eight and a half thousand chance of a child dying from cot death. And she was taken to court for murder because the chance of having two children then is one in 73 million. It's just squaring eight and a half thousand. And the eminent paediatrician, Professor Saroy Meadows was the witness for the prosecution, expert witness who said, therefore, it must be murder because it's such a low chance of it happening. And largely on that, she was given a life sentence. But it's a fundamental misunderstanding of statistics. It's a bit like 
if there's a one in five million chance of winning the lottery, when somebody wins the lottery, you don't go, well, they must have defrauded it because a whole load of people apply for the lottery. And so he was looking very intuitively and really using more SQ, it seems, to come up with a solution when this was a requirement for PQ and statistics and understanding statistics. And he was the expert witness and was key to getting a number of mothers prosecuted and jailed for life when almost certainly they were all innocent. That's how bad getting it wrong can be. The key is many organizations, entities, even governments will try to mislead you by getting you to focus on the wrong intelligence for the situation. You must think for yourself. And there are two classic mistakes in life. One is to blindly believe experts, and the other is totally to ignore them. The middle way is best. Hitler said, what luck for rulers that men do not think. Don't fall for that. Make sure for the important decisions in your life, you think for yourself. And don't let your weaker two intelligences derail you.